0: Roses are red and violets are blue. I hope our bond is as strong as super glue. Corny, isn't it? But hey, it's Valentine's Day, and whether you decide to celebrate it or not, it's the day of love. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. It's Valentine's Day, a day of love and romance sharing and caring, right? Well, not for everyone. Some people hate Valentine's Day. But if you love to love, then listen on. To romance or not to romance on Valentine's Day is a raging debate if you are in a relationship. Every couple has their own view on whether they love to celebrate Valentine's Day or it's just a garbage commercial excuse for businesses to feed off the vulnerable. Well, I used to be someone who loved to celebrate any and every occasion. Birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's Day, Christmas, New Year, Halloween, Diwali, well, you get the idea. However, over time, I lost that enthusiasm and started to believe like others that it's all a bunch of nonsense. So what changed? Effort. We all do or do not do things based on the effort required to do it. Coming up with ideas is a lot more difficult than actually doing something. The basic truth is that we all want to love and be loved. We all want to make our loved ones feel special and receive love to make us feel special. We all want to come up with interesting ways to wow our partners and we want to be wowed too. So what stops us? Effort. Or rather, the lack of it. Falling in love may be easy, but staying in love is not. It takes effort. I have rarely seen a happy couple who does not make the effort to stay happy. Lazy love is not only dull and boring... It's detrimental to any long-term relationship. Now picture this. Lana, whose name has been changed to protect client confidentiality, has been married for 10 years. Her husband always makes excuses for why he did not want to celebrate birthdays, anniversaries, or any other festival or holiday. He said he loved her every day and did not feel the need to prove his love on these days. He argued that this public display of affection was done by those who really did not love each other but needed to keep up appearances and he didn't need to do that because he really loved her and every day was Valentine's Day for him. His other excuse was that it was so difficult to make her happy and surprise her as she had everything and she was not easy to shop for. If she argued with him, he turned the tables and shouted back, if you are so romantic and you love me so much, why don't you come up with an idea and plan something? These are all signs of lazy love on both sides. One partner cannot come up with an idea and so always makes excuses for his lack of effort. And the other partner believes she is entitled to the romance because men, should be romantic. We all want effortless love, effortless success, effortless happiness, but it rarely comes our way. Wouldn't it be better instead to put in the effort and increase the odds of getting what we want? Well, the answer is obviously yes. But wouldn't effort take the magic out of the relationship is a question I am asked by my clients So often, I always reply by asking another question. Is the lack of effort bringing any magic into your relationship? Now, before you roll your eyes at me or you switch me off, hear me out. Let me tell you about the two types of effort. Upstream effort and downstream effort. Imagine you're paddling a boat. If you are going upstream against a strong current chances are no matter how hard you try, you will either move ahead very slowly or stay in the same place or be pushed back. However, if you were to paddle downstream along with the current with very little effort, you would not only move forward, but move forward at a faster speed than your paddling effort. So here are five downstream effort ideas you can use to turn your relationship from lazy love to lasting love. And what better day to start than Valentine's Day? But any other day works just as well. Number one, be aware. In all long-term relationships, we tend to dismiss each other's needs over time. Being aware of the little things your partner likes can not only bring you two closer but is also a sure-shot way to keep your relationship dynamic and thriving. Being aware sounds easy, but it's one of the first things you stop doing when you get into the rhythm of a long-term relationship. Remember that time when you first fell in love and you noticed everything about your partner, their likes and dislikes, and it everything to make them happy, whether it was going to their favorite restaurants or watching movies they loved but you secretly hated, or doing your hair a certain way because they liked it, or listening to them talk about things you knew nothing about. You get the drift. Well, what you were doing was being aware of their likes and dislikes and giving them your full attention. Now that you've been together for several years, you may think you know everything there is to know about them and so you stop being aware. In fact, you may believe you know them better than they know themselves and that is the biggest sign that you have stopped listening to them and act and react according to what you know rather than what they are telling you. Just listening to them will change the way you interact with them. Listening is an essential skill. If you listen to someone close to your heart and you're willing to invest some effort into making them slightly happier, that is a true reflection of how much you care and love them. Number two, the little things matter. You can always improve someone's life a little bit. If they complain about their computer not working, spend some time helping them fix it. If they have been talking about a movie they want to watch when they get a chance, surprise them one night by setting time aside and watching it with them. If you see them struggling with something at work or a misunderstanding with a friend, be a good listener and allow them to share. If they are craving a special meal, make it for them. Or if you can't cook, then just order it one night and share the meal with them. There are countless things You are able to do positively to transform someone's life. Number three, words count. We all love to hear words of affirmation and love. I have heard many of my clients complain about not hearing words of affirmation from their partners. And when questioned, if they give their partners words of love and affirmation, they realize that they don't do it either. Treating your relationship as a living, breathing organism that needs constant attention and nurture will not only make it stronger, but also deeper and more meaningful. I have never heard anyone complain about receiving too many positive words or too much appreciation. Telling your partner how much they mean to you is appreciated at any stage of your relationship, not just in the beginning. Number four, don't make excuses. If you find yourself telling your partner why you cannot do things for them rather than focusing on what you can do, you may be making excuses. Energy flows where attention goes. If you are focusing on not doing things rather than focusing on how to do them, your mind will come up with excuses rather than solutions. Finding ways to talk about solutions rather than problems creates an environment of support rather than blame. Telling your partner how you intend to solve the issue shows your commitment to the relationship and your intention to love and support them through tough times. Number five, focus on your partner. This is such a simple statement, but you would be surprised to know how many people talk about what they want and need from their partner, never realizing that there are two people in the relationship. Go back to the beginning of your relationship when you didn't care where you went or what you ate or what activity you engaged in as long as it was with each other. You cared about whether your partner was happy and you probably didn't insist on doing something if it caused them pain. At some point in the relationship, especially long-term relationships, the focus tends to turn back to ourselves. It's all about what we want, how hurt we are, how we have been wronged and taken for granted. If you find yourself in this situation, chances are your relationship is struggling. In order to get it back on track, try focusing on your partner's needs rather than your own. That's what brought you two together, and that is what will keep you together. There are many ways to change someone's life for the best, such as getting them out of trouble or potentially dangerous situations. But it's the daily small things and acts of love that strengthen your love and commitment to each other. Love is not meant to hurt and neither is it natural to be unhappy or miserable in long-term relationships. It's completely untrue that if you have been together for many years, the magic runs out, and even though you love each other, you have to learn to live with your expectations not being met. In fact, managing your expectations and compromising seems to be a common mantra for living in harmony. If you want to bring the spark back into your relationship, ask yourself, what effort are you willing to make to help your relationship thrive rather than just survive? We reap the benefits of what we sow and it's important to understand that sowing the seed is the beginning of the process and not the end. In order for the relationship to grow with deep roots and a tall trunk and strong branches, you need to nurture it after sowing the seed so the next time you're wondering if you should celebrate valentine's day or you should just forget about it altogether just think about it as one more day to celebrate your love happy valentine's day everyone have a day full of love and set the stage for what the rest of the year will be for your relationship until next time This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.